Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Ghost Maps is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn has made it easy for the Ghost Maps team to connect with brands that complement the stories we want to tell. If you're a podcaster looking for sponsorship that fits your show or a brand that's looking to create an authentic message that truly resonates and engages with listeners, visit podcorn.com now. Ghost Maps Entry 34 Mandai Road, Singapore The first thing that strikes me about Derek is how laid back he is. Wearing a loose-fitting singlet, Bermuda shorts, and flip-flops. He's already sipping on a Te Alia when I arrive at the coffee shop in Jurong. It's around 10 on a Tuesday morning, so after I order a kopi from the drink stall auntie, I ask him if he has anywhere else he needs to be soon. He gives me an easy smile and shakes his head lazily rubbing the sparse hints of a beard along his jawline. He tells me that today, like most of his days now, is free and easy. Derek had emailed me some details about his story, so the stark contrast between whom he'd been during that experience and who he is now is a bit of a shock. Ten years ago, Derek was working in the banking industry, his career on the rise thanks to his ability to not just cope, but thrive in that incredibly stressful environment. He worked off his stress with drinks and women, but what helped him cope the most was illegally racing his souped-up sports car. He tells me that there have been more than a few crackdowns over the years But back then, if you had enough cash, knew the right people, and were determined enough, you could still find these late-night races scattered across the island. One such spot for these races was Mandai Road, leading up to and past the crematorium and columbarium. He straightens up slightly, when he talks about this area. It clearly had an effect on him, though not necessarily one of terror. His tone gets a little more somber than before, as he says that it was one thing for him to be risking his life in pursuit of an adrenaline high, but what he regrets the most from that time was racing so close to such a solemn and hallowed place. Still, he tells me that it was on that stretch where he went from who he was to who he is now. 
I take that as my cue, pull out my recorder and ask him to start from the beginning. Derek and his buddy Brandon would always check out the stretch they'd be racing down, preferably a day before the race itself. Getting a feel of the area at a leisurely pace, after all, meant fewer surprises in the heat of the competition. Driving up and down Mandai Road that sunny Saturday afternoon, two things occurred to Derek. The first was that there were no sudden twists or turns, which meant that all the races would be on relatively equal footing. Good, he thought, grinning to himself. When no one had an advantage, when there weren't any odds on favourites to win, that only meant that a competition would be a lot fiercer. And that was the kind of race that Derek loved the most. The other thing that occurred to him, however, was how many hearses he'd passed by. He knew the crematorium and columbarium were along this road, but it still surprised him. A nagging sense of discomfort gnawed at the back of his mind, but he brushed it off, choosing instead to focus on the excitement of the race ahead and the thrill of what he felt was his inevitable win. The races all gathered the following night by 2am. The race itself began soon after, starting near Sambawang Road and ending just before Woodlands Road. Six cars navigated the empty stretch, the persistent buzzing of their engines the only sounds that filled the air. Of the six, Derek's narrowly came in second, despite putting up what he describes as a hell of a fight. Sheepishly, he confesses that he didn't take it well. He yelled at the winner and accused him of cheating. He kicked some of the other cars and even spat at their drivers. Eventually, though, Brandon managed to pull him away, and the pair drove back down towards a section of the road with a clear view of Upper Salita Reservoir to cool off. There, they popped open the boot of Brandon's car and fished out a couple of bottles of beer. Sitting on the roadside barrier, Derek let off a tirade of curses and swears at no one in particular, punctuating his tantrum by flinging his emptied bottle into the reservoir's otherwise still waters. Spinning back around, he let off a mirthless laugh, but was stopped short by the sudden and weirdly silent appearance of a mostly emptied chartered bus, which was parked right beside their cars. The fluorescent lights in the vehicle had an unearthly glow and flickered unevenly. Its driver, an elderly Chinese man, eyed Derek and Brandon silently for a while. His expression was oddly blank. Derek 
his rage fueled further by the booze, yelled at the man to mind his own business. Unlike Derek, however, Brandon immediately realized that there was something not quite right about this whole situation. He tried to calm Derek down, but Derek just kept spewing obscenities until the man slowly, deliberately, and very calmly alighted the bus. At that point, Derek tells me, even he began to grasp the strangeness of it all. Quietening down, but still eager for a fight, Derek glared at the man, who continued to stare right back, silently. Derek wasn't sure if it was a trick of the light, or just his imagination, but he could have sworn the man was engulfed in a glow similar to that of the fluorescent lights in his bus. Finally, the man spoke. Why are you here? He said, plainly. Before Derek or Brandon could respond, he continued. It's very late. Don't stay here. He paused for a second, then added, with a slight smile and an ominous gleam in his eye. You're disturbing people. The man's tone was monotonous, nothing particularly threatening about it. Yet at that moment, all Derek and Brendan wanted to do was to jump into their cars and drive away as quickly as possible. The man paused for just a little while longer and turned and silently boarded the bus again. The vehicle hissed, rumbled and slowly headed down Mandai Road back in the direction of the crematorium and columbarium. Derek and Brandon turned to each other. They didn't say anything. They didn't have to. Their confused and terrified expressions said it all. But then, something, a sensation or a feeling too strong to ignore, compelled both of them to turn their attention back towards the bus. It still seemed empty. Then its lights flickered again. And suddenly, was filled with people, all staring silently out the rear window at Derek and Brandon. The pair scrambled into their cars and sped back towards where the other racers were. As they approached Woodlands Road, however, Derek saw the flashing red and blue lights of police cars up ahead and panicked. He certainly didn't want to head back in the direction of the ghostly presence, but the very immediate threat of arrest frightened him a whole lot more. He executed a quick three-point turn and raced back the way he came. Soon, the lights of the police cars disappeared 
in his rearview mirror, but that didn't put him at ease, and it certainly didn't slow him down. Lost in the haze of his frenzied hysteria, it almost seemed like nothing could get him to take his foot off the gas. But then, he lost control of his car. I crashed into this massive tree, Derek says. His demeanor remains as relaxed as before, but he sounds almost like he's chastising himself. He continues, And I bet you can guess where that tree was, can't you? Right in front of the crematorium and columbarium, I venture. He smiles that easy smile and clicks a finger gun in my direction. After he was discharged from the hospital, he went through a whole legal battle that he says, without a hint of sarcasm, thankfully ended with him losing only his entire career. He took a couple of odd jobs after, but he wasn't too worried. He still had a decent chunk of change stashed away from his time in banking. And of course, he stopped racing altogether. I ask whether it had more to do with the accident or with the apparition he saw. He says that some part of him knew he was done racing that afternoon when he was checking out the road, when that nagging discomfort gnawed at the back of his mind. Something inside of him, a voice in his head, was trying to tell him that he shouldn't be there. At first, I thought it meant that I shouldn't have been at Mandai Road specifically, he says with a chuckle. What I think it actually was, though, was a warning that I needed to get out of that whole place in my life. He takes a sudden shift in our conversation and asks if I want another drink. I shrug and tell him that I wouldn't mind another kopi. And as I'm about to call the drink stall auntie over, he stops me, stands up, and offers to order it for me instead. Before he heads over to the stall, however, he turns to me and says, I didn't listen to that voice in my head, that warning. He pauses, then adds as he limps away. But I found another way to get its message across. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Hantu. You can also buy official merchandise on Redbubble and be one of our supporters on Patreon. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio Technica mics. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.